The fall of Carvana stock prices. I want to definitely talk about this with you, and I think there are definitely some lessons that we small dealers can learn from this dramatic Carvana stock price decline. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hello, I'm Dallas Johnson. Carvana prices took a dramatic fall this week, a reduction in value of 97%. So in August of 2021, Carvana's stock was trading at $376.83 per share, and now it's trading for $6.80 Nearly 98% stock value drop. So, you know, the dramatic loss of value that they've seen in one year is unbelievable. Carvana has laid off 1,500 people its second round in six months. Its weakening finances mean that raising funds are going to be a lot more difficult. And there are analysts out there that say that Carvana could run out of cash in a year. Let's talk about this dramatic stock loss and how small dealers can learn a lesson from the largest online seller of used vehicles in the United States. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Before I talk about the fall of Carvana, let's go back a little bit here and talk about the history of Carvana. Because if you are like me and you are either in the car industry or possibly thinking about getting into the car dealer industry with your own dealer's license, then you've obviously heard of Carvana. And us in the motor vehicle dealer industry have been concerned about this huge company along Because along with the pandemic, they have really changed the way that many motor vehicle dealers do business. Founded in 2012, and they're based in Phoenix, Arizona, Carvana is the fastest growing online used dealer in the United States, and it's known for its multi-story car vending machines and home delivery. Carvana was named to the 2021 Fortune 500 list, and they were one of the youngest companies to be added to that list. Carvana started with an ambitious goal of changing the way that the general public purchased vehicles. Carvana's business model allowed a person to purchase a vehicle and then have it delivered to their home as soon as the next day. Now, in the past, many persons that I know, you know, they were very leery about purchasing a vehicle sight unseen, but Carvana had the vision to give a seven-day buyback guarantee. So if you're not satisfied with your purchase, you could just basically sell the vehicle right back to Nirvana with no questions asked. In fact, they referred to this as a test own instead of a test drive, which I think was really a phenomenal idea. Think about that of offering your customers a test own instead of a test drive. So in most scenarios, purchasers of vehicles from Carvana kept the vehicle. Uh, but, But, you know, there were some cases in the rare scenario when the purchaser wanted to return the vehicle and it was usually returned or exchanged for another vehicle. So this has been a very successful operating model for Carvana. Carvana has actually been called the Amazon of cars. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So if you're a dealer, this model may work for you. But I think the key to Carvana's initial success was not only the innovative home delivery method that they basically pioneered, but also offering a seven-day buyback guarantee. Before we move on to talk a little bit more about Carvana, I would like to talk to you about and your dealership about possibly using this business model. First of all, I want you to be aware that almost every state in the country requires a licensed motor vehicle dealer's retail sales activity to take place only at the licensed location. If you're a currently licensed dealer, you're already aware of this, but if you're thinking about getting into the dealer industry with your own dealer license, this tends to be a very high-profit industry. And since we are in a high-profit industry with a dealer's license, it does tend to be very lucrative, but we are also very tightly regulated by our state and federal governments. 
State governments tend to have much more oversight and regulatory control over dealers than municipalities and the federal government. And most state governments do not allow any type of off-site retail sales activity in any circumstances. So dealers are not allowed to basically meet a customer at a Walmart parking lot, sell a vehicle, and then disappear forever. The state wants your customers to know exactly where you are located before, but more importantly, after the sale of a vehicle. All states want our customers to know exactly where we're located in case there's an issue with the motor vehicle that you've sold so your customer knows right where you're located. This is also one of the reasons that most states strictly prohibit having a dealer's license at your residential location. So you can't just show up in a parking lot, sell a vehicle, and go back home and and basically become no longer a blip on a radar. So states want your customers to be able to visit a retail license location. During the pandemic, you know, I heard an incredible amount of ads from dealers that stated that they would bring the car to your home to allow a test drive. Well, if you recall, each dealer that ran these ads did not run those ads very long because as soon as the state's dealer licensing regulatory office at the state capitol learned of these dealers operating illegally and running these illegal ads and promoting off-site sales activity, these dealers that ran these ads received substantial fines and some dealers actually had their licenses suspended from running these illegal ads and conducting illegal off-site retail sales activity. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So Carvana basically took this operating model and they changed it. So how does Carvana and other companies like Zoom comply with all with this law and this, all the states that they're operating in? Well, it's actually quite simple. They sell the vehicle first and then they deliver the vehicle to the purchaser's home. So when you see a vehicle on a Carvana flatbed being delivered to a customer's home, it has already been purchased in advance. So the customer found the vehicle on Carvana's website. If the customer needed a loan for the vehicle, Carvana made it very easy to obtain that loan by allowing the customer to complete an online loan application on Carvana's website. And when the customer was approved, then the vehicle was delivered to the customer on those flatbeds you see driving all over the place with that very innovative seven-day buyback guarantee. If you are a dealer or you're getting ready to get your dealer's license and you want to deliver vehicles to your customers, make sure you can show that paper trail showing the vehicle was sold at your dealership and the payment was received before ever delivering a vehicle to the customer's home. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So, you know, with Carvana, Carvana had revenues of $594 million back in 2017 and was growing fast. Uh, you know, it actually is continuing to raise money, but uh, Walmart, uh, excuse me, Wall Street short sellers are betting big that the stock is going to collapse. So do do keep that in mind. You know, there's a lot of analysts that are that really have an eye on Carvana and they're operating right now. So back in 2022, early 2022, Carvana purchased Odessa dealer auctions. That Carvana, I want to repeat that, and it's because a lot of folks, I think a lot of dealers are not even aware of this, but Carvana bought Odessa dealer auction. They paid $2.2 billion in cash, so they liquidated an incredible amount of cash that they had on hand. And this was an acquisition that was aimed at adding another revenue stream to Carvana, as well as a network of physical sites that could help increase their operations. Now, if you, like me, are in the small dealer industry, then you, like me, were very concerned about this purchase. I mean, think what this could lead to. You have the largest, the nation's largest retail seller of used vehicles buying one of the largest wholesale dealer auctions in the United States. I was concerned about this acquisition because in the worst case scenario, Carvana 
It was controlling a huge portion of the dealer wholesale market while controlling a huge portion of the retail market as well. I mean, Carvana, if they wanted to, they could acquire the vehicles that are in the best condition at the dealer auctions, hold them for themselves, and not even allow them to go through the dealer auction lanes, which would severely limit what other motor vehicle dealers are able to acquire for their small lots. So it really concerned me that they had grasped huge control over the retail motor vehicle market, but also the wholesale motor vehicle market at the same time. I'm very concerned about this transaction. I was uh, so that why has Carvana's stock taken a dramatic dive? Well, there are many reasons for this that we're going to discuss right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. The major component of the loss of value of Carvana's stock is the decline of used motor vehicle prices. Carvana has ran aggressive advertising campaigns in the last two years to buy vehicles directly from individuals. I mean, I'm sure you've heard their ads, we'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. I saw a link on their website that allowed you to enter your license plate of your vehicle, license plate number, and they would give you an offer on the spot. So obviously in the dealer industry, you cannot make any money from selling a vehicle until you buy the vehicle in the first place, right? This could mean that the cars Carvana purchased in the past few months could soon be worth much less than what the company had anticipated because of the following used car dealer prices. Car prices have been climbing steadily for the last two years and helping to fuel Carvana's growth as as well as shortage of parts, particularly computer chips, limited supply of new cars at a time when consumer demand for vehicles was particularly strong. So that really fueled Carvana's growth. Another factor in the downfall of Carvana stock is that the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates at a historic pace in recent months as the central bank tries to ease consumer demand and slow the economy. Automotive sales are especially sensitive to a rise in interest rates as many car purchases are financed by consumers. Another problem is the company's growing debt. Carvana has acquired a lot of debt, you know, and and they've had to start making payments on $3.27 billion of notes starting on November 1st. So all this activity they've had, they've got to make payments on $3.2 billion of loans uh, while their cash at hand is low and their stock has crashed and they've had an investment in a lot of vehicles that could be worth less than what they paid right now. So this just brings Carvana's net interest expense 220% higher than its cash on hand. And from any perspective, anybody that knows numbers knows that that's, a, that's pretty serious something to look at there. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. You know, if you've ever taken any one of my dealer training classes, uh, one of the things I've always focused on is to keep your debt low. You know, when you get your dealer license, or if you're a currently licensed dealer, you're already aware of this, but many, many floor plan companies are going to dangle an offer of credit to you very easily. And a floor, com- floor plan is obviously a loan for the vehicles on your lot. You can normally get a $250,000 floor plan by signing a couple of documents at any dealer auction. You know, I never recommend starting a dealership with a large floor plan. Floor plans kill dealers every single day. And there have been times in my classes where I've helped someone get a dealer's license and I'll drive by their new location a month later and I'll see 50 cars on the lot with balloons flying around and salespersons running all over the place. And then I'll drive by a month later and that lot is empty. And there's usually only one reason for that is because they got into too much debt. The dealer could not pay their floor plan. Floor plan. So a big recommendation I have for everyone getting into this industry is stay out of debt or keep your debt extremely low. Maybe you'll start with a small floor plan uh, and then eliminate that. I started with a $25,000 floor plan. I built that up to a $50,000 when I really started uh, 
moving some inventory. But very shortly thereafter, I put every penny of that profit into the floor plan. I paid that floor plan off and I had a cash inventory. And I believe every dealer should have a goal of having a cash inventory. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So I do believe that there are a couple of lessons that any used car dealer can learn from the Carvana fiasco. Number one, definitely consider the model of selling a vehicle, delivering it to the customer's home, and offering some type of three, five, or seven-day buyback guarantee. To me, the seven-day guarantee is a little extreme. I think if I was to do this right now, I would be looking at a preferably a three, possibly a five-day buyback guarantee. That's definitely going to increase your customer's confidence. So definitely consider home delivery. Make sure the sale takes place before you ever deliver that vehicle. Maybe Make sure you never have that off-site sales activity, which could either lead to substantial fines or possible license suspension. And number two, another lesson we've learned, stay out of debt. If you're going to pursue a floor plan to purchase vehicles on your line, then keep your debt low and manageable. Always have a goal to have a cash inventory where you owe absolutely nothing on your vehicles. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. You need to stop interrupting me, lady, okay? <laughs> My own fault. Hey, I hope you found this podcast helpful. I certainly would hope that you would consider subscribing. This is the Dealer Training Podcast. If you want further information on how to obtain your dealer's license, or if you are a currently licensed dealer, Wanting to obtain some great profit strategies and negotiation techniques and things like that, we have a training course for you. Just visit dealertraining.org. Once again, that's dealertraining.org. Or maybe you're on one of our state websites right now, and that's great too. You click on the Get License link there or the Enroll button. Uh, but if you're on the dealertraining.org site, just go to the top, click on Get License, and you can click on any state there to find a dealer training course especially for you. So thank you very much. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast today, and I want to wish you the very best of luck with your business. Thank you very much.